In 2001, Capcom released Mega Man Battle Network and fans ate it up. But they all had one hard question. Can programs nut? In 2002, Capcom hired animation studio Zebek to adapt the show, and they answered with a resounding, hell yeah, they do. I've brought the biggest fan I know of Mega Man and wait, nutting on. Wait, 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 wait. Nutting? Yeah. First of all, I thought this was a Transformers podcast. Sec- Hi there, welcome to Going Digital, where I'm Shin Garrett. And I'm Kat. Yep. And today we're going to talk about the wild, wild world of the internet. Specifically, the battle internet. The, the, uh, the very strange depiction of the internet that seems very easy to animate. Oh, you have not even seen the bad animation years yet. Oh, oh the, because the animation I saw in the episode, I spent over three hours of my life knocking together these notes and watching two episodes just before I went to bed. Because, okay, so you're watching the season where they still had budget. Because the animation was not good then. Uh, my episode had entire minutes where we're just looking at one dude who's like glitching out and that's the animation i mean you should be used to that by now it's true but uh we did something a little different which was fiona started with an early season episode of the Mega Man battle network anime and i decided to show you what happens when the series gets off the rails near its ending Mega Man, yep. uh, or Rock Man, as he's known in Japan. I watched two episodes based on the recommendation of my, my girlfriend, and then Fletcher just found a couple of other ones. And by Fletcher, <laughs> I mean Garrett. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I'm Cat. Thank you, Fionat. <laughs> That's it. That sounds like 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 my battle network. Uh, name. Fionat EXE, go! Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You need to jack in. Uh, are you. I don't think you should be doing that in public. Hey, that's what all those children did together at the end of the episode. Uh,. For those who are unfamiliar with this series, every time you log onto the internet, you are described as jacking in. Why would they be unfamiliar with this series if they're... Are you assuming they're going to be listening to this podcast for the first time with us? For what it's worth, I only listen to the weirdest shows on April Fool's Day, so maybe. Hmm. Hmm. April Fool's Day, the one day a year I will give Chapo Trap House a listen. April Fool's Day, the one day I try to avoid doing anything on the internet. No, it's cool. We're pretty much past the era of pranks. No, no, it's not about the pranks. It's just that, that 
the jokes really aren't that funny, are they? I mean, it's just like, oh, look, nerd jokes. Oh, Here's look. the thing, though. Some of them are used as a testing ground to go, oh, people want that. Let's do that. Yeah, that's true. But sometimes it's just, oh, Google has a transparent Google Cardboard or... Uh, actually, I have an April Fool story, and this probably reflects very poorly on me. Once I thought, what? Once I read George Takei announcing he'd be heading a series about the Excelsior in the era where they didn't make much fiction; it was just the movies, so there was a lot of places to explore. And hey, he was in that Voyager episode, and it was an April Fool's joke, and I was very sad. Oh. Oh well. He's he's the guy who isn't an asshole or or dead. I was gonna say Duhin's great, but yeah, he's he's he's, he's dead, and Nimoy is dead, and Michelle Nichols is a woman. So I'm going to, I'm going to use that technicality. <laughs> you did say he, so yes, it counts. Yeah. Uh, so. We wa so this was episodes 18 and 19, and episode 18 was titled... I didn't write down the title. You don't need, um... They're the ones about... I'm not gonna spoil it. Yes. Uh, I know the other episode's title for reasons, but... Uh, there you go. So, so, fun facts. You know, the they made a Wonderswan platformer, not to be confused with the GameCube platformer, which I traded in Metroid Prime for. True story. And I still don't regret it, even though the, though the game isn't very good, because I didn't really like Metroid Prime much at the time, for some reason. No, I understood. But you can tell it's the Wonder Swan, Swan game was based on this, because in the fan translation, it has the anime's origin of Mega Man.exe, which is to say he's not based on... Actually, actually uh, going on about Hub would be a spoiler. I no, I'm absolutely going to talk about the fact that his Navi is, like, his twin brother. Yeah, that's. I don't think that's the case in the anime, or at least it wasn't. Uh, it is. It wasn't at the time. It was like in the beginning they just had like here's Mega Man. Well, you only find it out at the end of the first game. Well, yeah, that's true. But still, I mean, like at, at the beginning of the first game, uh, Lan is just like established as having Mega Man. Uh, Can we just talk about how fucked up that reveal is, and nobody really talks about it? By the way. Uh, in the end, in the middle of the end of the world, Lan's dad calls him up and goes, "Hey, so you know how we're always talking about how you're going to be an only child forever, sport? Well, you weren't originally, but it's cool because we took your brother's dying body and we digitized his brain, so he's been growing up alongside you the whole time." I don't see the problem. Mostly, it's just like, "Hey, um, we're gonna we're gonna upend your entire world." The thing you've been sending into danger to possibly be deleted forever is a living being. And also, can you, like, keep your head about you after we just did this? I mean, I, I, I just... Why why would anyone not want that? Mostly it's just the sheer gut punch of all of that at once, and then he goes, Please stop Armageddon. Oh, yeah, I, I suppose that's, that's, that's kind of a deal. That's wild. You're ruining my image. I'll sue you with the money I don't have and the lawyer I divorced. There you go. Uh, also, also, I should point out, uh, we had to find ancient fan subs of these, this series because uh, I, would, I would be shocked if anyone particularly cares about it these days. 
Except, except um Capcom does. Oh yeah. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually ate a copyright strike from my ISP for finding these. Yeah, my ISP doesn't do copyright strikes. Um, as I found out. Uh, Excuse me, Miss Canada. <laughs> we don't have things like copyright law up here, eh? Uh, I mean that's basically true. Um. Oh, you hosers talking about how Winnie the Pooh can't be made into things for another hundred years. We ain't afraid of Disney. I mean, uh, <laughs> don't tell Disney, and um, I yeah, guess that's cool. They're gonna own Capcom in five years. Uh, don't remind me. Um, uh, the animation for the intro was pretty good. Uh, the women seem suspiciously better animated. Hmm. Well, they make up for that given that the most freakish character in the entire series is a woman. Uh, I suppose we'll hear about that later. Oh, you don't you don't think Yai is a horrible mutant? Um, com uh, compared to Dex, no. Okay, Dex is like a degree off of being Oil Man. The character's so awkward they cover up his face and things. It, yeah, the comics. Uh, but uh, Yai looks like something from a Cronenberg movie is walking around in a dress. Look, I like Yai. She's the only person. She's the only person who actually seems like she ha has human emotions in that she's constantly okay. annoyed by everything. Which is Yai is a good character, but Yai's design looks like something from a Mexican food restaurant came to life and is walking around and it's crawling toward <laughs> me. Help! You have a are you, are you just saying this so you can make these make these metaphors? Yai has always been uncomfortable to look at to me in sprite form. So seeing her lovingly animated where by the fifth season, they're actually making her forehead reflect every time she speaks. Oh, that is a little spooky, actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh... But yeah, this was a big flash for the past because I used to watch I, I watched like two anime like this and then I stopped. Um <laughs> I well actually technically I didn't even watch two anime. I watched like I watched let let me think. Uh, most of Gundam Seed this way. Most of hmm. Gundam Seed Destiny before I quit. <laughs> and uh yeah, yeah, those fan subs weren't good either way. I mean they didn't really improve the prove the series much but it, uh. also hard subs are are the devil and the codex were shit and but at, at yeah. their minor benefit was not the nt warrior song we we are talking about an anime that came out in the early 2000s with hard subs locked visual resolution and the worst codex remember divix everyone we had to uh, divets. I, I actually saw, I know it's not the same divets, but I think I saw a divets mm. player in my thrift, thrift store. Nice. I actually thought, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked that I, that, that I even saw one. I, I thought that was just a, uh, joke from that webcomic, that shit. Oh no, no, they existed and there were so many circuit cities around here fire sailing them as they went under. Ah, uh, circuit city. Um. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard of it. Where services stay to the yard. <laughs> okay, so we're starting the episode. Um, I guess we're in the middle of a tournament arc, because of course. Yep. 
Um, first of all, someone didn't spell check the subs. Someone didn't a lot of things, the subs. Um, also, and last episode, Lan was attacked by a robot, I guess. Yeah. Like a literal robot. I, um, yeah. So, so they so they just have robots here, I guess. So here's the thing. The Battle Network world in the games is basically, what if instead of developing robots, Dr. Light and Dr. Wily made really cool internet and had a falling out? And that's it. That's the whole premise. In this series, tech is going to be at the point of, there are robots instantly. Men can have giant electric dicks powered by a guitar that can control things wirelessly. Um... <laughs> You know what I'm talking yes, about. I You've do. seen the episode. Yes, I do, but uh, it's, it's, I, I try to forget that part. And this is just where it starts. It's gonna get weirder. Uh, well, uh, I guess I knew what I was in for when I just, when I was... Actually, no, I didn't. You told me this His was... harness is above his belt in a specific place, <laughs> and it sticks out five feet in front of him. The thing is, thing is, as we'll get into later, I don't know what he was doing, because they don't really, they don't really like make it clear. But we'll get. I to that. looked it up, and I can tell you. Uh we'll get to that. So, yeah. so we're in the M1 Grand Prix, which is the name of the Wonderswan port of Battleship Challenge. And you might think Battleship Challenge is like Digimon Battle Spirit. <laughs> Uh, and then we say something funny. Yeah, the Wonder Swan, the secret sponsor of Going Digital, because it keeps coming up. Yeah. Why is it called Going Digital, by the way? Well, because technically that was one of the songs in the series, and nobody had a better title two years ago. Okay, that makes sense. You should be very glad that the podcast is not actually named All Star. Uh... <laughs> I can't usually get a response like that out of you. I, I really hate that song. And you're going to splice it in now. So No, God no. Okay, good. Just I, I'm glad you I'm glad that's where that's where the line 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 is drawn, right? I mean, I'm going to not use All-Star because I have a better drop later in the episode. Okay. Uh Let's see. Uh so now that we're in the actual episode, the animation isn't really as good. Um Frog Lady, in particular, is distressing. What do you mean, she says, sliding into frame? <laughs> I, I don't- I think she might actually be weirdly animated on purpose. I'm not sure why, but it does seem a little suspicious. I, I imagine there was not much budget for this show, despite it going six years. Yeah. Well, it- it, uh, it could be worse. Um... You should see see the kind of stu kind of budget they give Transformer shows these days. Um, Aren't they just CG now? Uh, yes, actually, actually, no, no, no. The worst it got was uh, they added C exclusive CG at, um, elements to the end of episodes of Transformers Prime, and they look terrible. It's basically because the Transformers Prime toy line, they decided, you know, uh. Targeting, targeting, we need to target a slightly older audience, but this slightly older audience has been watching Build Fighters. 
Uh, so they are mm. all into model kits. So we added tiny little model kits to our Transformers Prime toys that are ugly and not particularly good. Uh, and they're just like transforming weapons. The arms microns. It, it wasn't a very good plan. Uh, neither was mm. the uh, attaching an idol group to to the show or um, a sitcom family. No, was that that was was that animated? Uh, Let's just say that Takara isn't really very good at its job when it comes to Transformers. So it's a good thing they gotcha. have Michael Bay, and I can't believe I'm saying that. It's okay, now they can cross over with the Power Rangers. Uh, yeah, actually, the trans... Uh, fun fact about that, Hasbro, yeah, they own the Power Rangers license, don't they? That's kind of awkward, given they that... They just pretty, do, as of last year. They That Bandai owns the Super Sentai license, don't they? Yep. So... So is Bandai going to sell its toys to a competitor, or is Hasbro going to have to make its own shit toys? Uh, actually, Hasbro's been making some better Rangers toys than uh, some of the Sentai stuff for years. Oh, well, that, that's good. That least. was why they decided to invest in the whole license and take it away from Heim. Uh, oh, Hasbro owns Power Rangers outright? Yeah. Oh, well, that's... Uh... Yeah, as of last year, they bought Power Rangers. Uh, minor benefits, I suppose. Now it can air nets to Transformers, and, uh, no, actually, My Little Pony is ending, so... Maybe that's what they're replacing, play, that, that's what Power Rangers is going to turn into, it's just going to be the next My Little Pony, because... Power Rangers, things. elements of friendship. I mean, that's basically how it works, right? Yeah, we can have the sixth one come in later, and she's the anti-hero. I'm the green pony. I mean, ranger. <laughs> ranger! I don't think green is a good color for a pony. How do I play flute with no hands? <laughs> uh, anyway, I guess there's some kind of consolation match, and number man goes, chances of winning, resurrection. And, and then Fletcher dies because of the subs. <sighs> These subs are incredible. For those of you who do not remember how bad fan subs were uh, a decade and change ago, I want you to realize that there are actual points in this sub where there are translator notes taking up half the screen with emoticons inside them telling me what the word they decided not to translate means, even though it has a one-word equivalent. Otaku means obsessive, Fiona. Winky face. Is that strictly true? No. I mean, it's close enough for the... That, that's. I think that's the worst part. You're not even properly translating the word in the translator notes. I mean, like, obsessive is a perfectly good, like, translation in that context. Don't get me wrong. But you could just use the word. Or just use otaku. Even in 2000 whatever, I'm sure people knew what that meant. Also, you have to uh, recall, because I'm going to forget this if I don't, they're not going by any official or unofficial translation of these character names, which is how we have constant references to Bomberman, Please note, Bomberman is not in this game. Yes, it's always been Bomberman because it's the because uh, all the all the Robot Master names are the same in English and Japanese. 
aren't they? Except, like, it's only a couple uh, of characters. Clash and Crash, but yeah, otherwise. Yeah. yeah. And my favorite, in America, they what localized a certain it? character as know? Clown Man. Well, Originally, they were called Color Man. These subs refer to them at all times as Colored Man. I think you mean Man of Color? Oh, it's real bad. <laughs> that was a Bloom County joke I just made. Oh, I know. I love Bloom County. <laughs> I love I Opus Man would be great. You couldn't tell whether he was Puffin Man or Penguin Man, depending on region. <laughs> uh, See? Also, also Dalsim is apparently part of the World 3. I don't remember him from the games. Is this a... Um, he, he did exist. He was not an amazing character because... He's a weird, shape-shifting Indian stereotype. So, he's Dalsim. I don't think Dalsim could literally turn into people as part of a Master of Disguise. Do people, like, do people actually like Dalsim? Oh, yeah. Uh, I know guys who, while they will not take him to tournaments, will definitely main him because his well, reach allows them well, to do no, things Well, no, I don't mean as a, as a fighting game, like, entity. I mean, like, as a character. I mean, is he really anyone's favorite Probably, but only because uh, there are a lot of international communities around a couple of different fighting games, and Street Fighter is one of them. Okay, that okay, that, that's probably true. Uh, uh, also, also, Iceman is still on topic. Also, Iceman is uh, uh, one of the main characters here, along with the sick kid. It was some some sick kid or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Iceman is actually one of my favorite robot masters. Uh, really? Any reason? Uh, I, I had, I, I don't know. I had an OC of, uh, the, uh, so there was a friend of mine, uh, this was, who was trans back before I was out of the closet and I was, there was a little bit of exploration and there was a Mega Man roleplay. Uh, like, so some of the conceit was that there was the old robot masters upgraded into reploids and sometimes their gender identity changed uh based on what they wanted so i decided that uh ice man turned into ice girl and and sort of uh uh explained away the weird obsession with role and uh some other like uh anime uh comedy tropes as like uh you know acting out because of uh gender dysphoria uh mm -hmm. Uh, kind of, kind of like that Transformers retcon, but anyway, uh, that I was supposed to talk about before I was drafted into this this podcast. I'm sorry, you did research for the wrong show again. One of these days, I'll be completely honest with you, and that'll be the April Fool's joke. <laughs> I need, I needed, I needed an excuse to to explain why I spent spent most of the time that I was supposed to uh, be working on my job <laughs> on TF Wiki. And now you've ruined that. Thanks a lot. You could write it off for tax reasons, though. Uh, that's true. Except I don't pay taxes. Ta-da! Canada. <laughs> also, also, apparently Quantum Cat uh, QC'd this. I, I don't know why I was QC'ing things uh, uh, in 2002 <laughs> when I was 12. Well, actually, no, this wouldn't be, have come out in 2002, because this is clearly a uh, either a DVD or VHS rip. 
because there's no clock in the corner. That's how you can tell. Because Yeah, you've got me there. Yes, yes. Japanese shows have big clocks in the corner for some reason. I'm, I'm um, sure I'm it's sure... only it's only morning programming and it's so you know, hey, you need to get out the door to the bus. Yeah, I mean like 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 I was wasn't saying some reason as in I think it's completely silly. I just don't know the reason. Yeah, I do. That's why I was telling you. Okay, thank you. Uh, anyway, so we've got the uh, World 3, who consists of female anime stereotype, uh, who worries about being called an old woman. Actually, I don't even think she's 20. I think she's, I think she, she's what, like 17, 18? I don't know. It was actually pulling teeth to find ages for a couple of characters in this. Yeah, but I, I seem to recall she's not actually old enough that the, the uh, worrying about being called an old woman even makes sense. And it's a horrible stereotype that plays on a horrible thing that Japan used to do. Look, of all the horrible stereotypes in this episode, that's not the worst. I know, but I, I gotta... I, this is... I, I, I feel worse about these ones, like, because of the personal connection. You feel worse about this than the hippie lesbians? Uh... I I just I they're they're just such like non entities. It's just like oh look, it's the girl with Woodman and the girl with that other one I don't know. I think Skullman, Skull I believe. And it's like I they were like they were minor characters in the games and they don't really do anything in this episode. It's just <sighs> what do you mean? They constantly sit together, and even though you can only see them from above the shoulders, they're totally holding hands. You guys. I mean, probably, but even that, I'm not that interested for other... But there are other things to be interested in. Uh, so yeah, there's there's the guy who lights things on fire, like, who disguised himself as an oven man, and nearly lit the entire ACDC town on fire. Which was actually one of the more dastardly plots. Uh, good news, there will be an actual body count by the end of the episodes I cover. <laughs> Oh, good. And, and let's see, there's also, uh, uh, Count. I, th I believe he's called Count Zap in the Western version. Uh, Count Zap, Count Elect, depending on region. Yeah, so he's Count Elect here, and then there's Dalsim. Uh, he's wearing the jacket from the Danger High Voltage video, and that every time he speaks, various parts of him light up. Danger, danger! High voltage! When we touch! Again, like a transformer. Yeah. That was that I I actually I streamed that for you. That was Wheeljack's gimmick, his ears lit up. Although in his case it's literally an electrical pun, so you know, good work on that. Good work. Anyway, um, uh... Actually, the 100 dogs and 2,000 cats joke was actually kind of funny. And, and also, <laughs> I have, maybe I have, don't have the best sense of humor, I'll admit, but I guess it was just stupid enough that it was actually funny. Look, I keep laughing at the fact that Common Rider here is as good as a dog, so. <laughs> no, no, he hears better than a dog. I listened to that episode. There you go. Uh, anyway, I actually, I actually thought um, this is this is basically the Japanese version of reboot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Except 
actually, I don't. I was never really a massive fan of reboot. I liked it, but it was it was you know not my favorite CG animated show, uh, uh, by a Canadian company that went defunct funked a little while after. Uh, my favorite was obviously Beast Wars, which we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to that. When you guys think that she's making jokes about why did you tell me to do X, you tricked me, she really did research on the Transformers yesterday. I really did bait and switch her. <laughs> uh, but uh, actually, there were, Mainframe also did a show based on Action Man, uh, which was, was a reboot of the... Oh, God. I just remembered that. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It wasn't very good. I don't remember a lot of it. I just no. remember it being really terrible. There was a string of really bad action cartoons going through the late nineties, and that was one. Mighty Max was another. Yeah, I think I think there was this was like everyone was trying to recapture the G.I. Joe spirit and also everyone was doing CG animation, but it wasn't really it wasn't really good enough yet, but well it kind of was, but they didn't put enough budget in. And it couldn't really convincingly like Beast Wars got away with it because they're robots, reboot got away with it because they're programs. Uh, trying to animate real humans didn't quite work out. My jaw is melting off my floor. <laughs> also, I found out that apparently Darida is not trademarked by Nintendo. Huh. Uh, because because she because she says says it a bunch. I suppose it's literally just who is it, but you know. Okay, actually, I have a question. I have a legitimate question. Okay. So. World 3 uh, has been doing various villainous things in the anime already, right? Yes. So these guys are literally terrorists. Yes. Why are they allowed in a, uh, in a, in a battle tournament? Why have they not been... Because they a... haven't yet been caught. So, so, they have, <clears throat> so no one's passed around headshots or anything. You know? Nope. I mean... Because who's going to believe three kids that, holy crap, this oven repair guy who no one can find on the roster tried to murder I mean, us. The, the, uh, Shout knows, knew what happened, presumably. But then again, he's just yeah, an but, asshole. Uh, Chowd is a cop. Chowd is literally a cop. Uh, yeah, he's an asshole. That's what I said. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's going to be relevant later, too. Okay, so... So I'm thinking this is this is okay so far. Maybe I would have enjoyed this anime if I didn't really hate the dub, which I'm not sure if that was me being a snobby kid or the dub was actually bad or both. Would have been four kids. Uh, no, actually, I think this was actually weirdly not four kids, despite the fact that it aired alongside Yu-Gi-Oh. It aired on the kids WB block in the U.S. Yes, which was mostly handled by four kids. Yes, I, I just, I just for some reason I remember that this specifically was not four kids for whatever reason. I could be misremembering. I mean, you could be watching this, or you could be watching Static Shock. You know. God, I could. I mean, we could be doing a lot of things. Um. So. The. Dub was handled by Viz Media through. Can't find it. Also, apparently, the movie for this series dethroned Lorelei, the Witch of the Pacific Ocean. Good to know. Uh. As what? The worst movie or. No, the most money made by a Japanese film over a spring break weekend. Oh. Uh. 
Uh, presumably in Japan. Yes. No, the movie never came to America. Well, of course not. I don't, I don't, th- the Americans didn't really care about this anime. I don't know about that. There's some weirdness with this anime, and I don't know how much of that had to do with the fact that in the U.S., I just looked this up, it went through four networks. Uh, well, well, I mean, that was at the time when UPN and WB and everything were going through the whole, everything's terrible and we probably won't exist very soon. And then they did. As a horrible chimera, <laughs> which will also come up later in the episode. Uh... Just remembering those days watching Star Trek Enterprise. It was shit. Dun, 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 dun. That's not the song from Star Trek Enterprise. No, that's the DS9 theme. Yeah, but DS, uh, DS9 was syndication, wasn't it? it? Yes. didn't have to deal with UPN. Nope. Star Trek uh, Enterprise was, it's a long road. Getting from there to here. I literally can't remember the Enterprise theme song. You're lucky. I can remember a lot about Enterprise, but I can't remember the theme song. Uh, I do remember Al Bundy blowing a Vulcan's head off with a shotgun. Uh, yeah, that was the Mirror Universe uh, episodes. Uh, yep. That uh, it was that it was stock footage of uh, James Cromwell, actually. Right, right. Al Bundy was a different movie. Uh. Uh, and uh, no pig. Actually, actually, weirdly enough, that is also relevant to this. That those episodes are also relevant to this episode for reasons. But uh, we'll fu- we'll get to that after. Let's. <laughs> we let's, need to move. We need to move. Okay, so Higgs, <laughs> so Higsby, not H- disguised Dalsim. Higsby is selling bootleg software. The terrorists are very bad at these ten-year-old kids. I guess guns don't exist. Yeah, they've all been ganked out of the tournament by children. It's very convenient that this happened, actually. Like, like, what kind of tournament just goes, oh, yeah, we have a random consolation for people who've lost? I mean, I've heard of a loser's bracket, but yeah, straight up randoming the entire audience into the tournament as candidates. Because <laughs> everyone is cheering, not just the named characters. They have the chance to be, uh, uh, to fight against the, uh, the Mega Man. Like, um, I want to know what would happen. If this thing rolled a random and some guy with a stock Radio Shack Navi has to fight Mega Man and roll. Oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. <laughs> I don't I don't have any battle chips. My my guy just uses like McAfee antivirus. <laughs> and in this world, I want to point out McAfee would obviously be a digital McAfee.exe just chewing a man's face off. And that's your antivirus software. That would be more interesting than the gameplay of these games, at least to me. I never was never really into the gameplay of Battle Network. That's part of why it's just like to to really master it, you have to do some counterintuitive things. Yeah, and it just it just doesn't really doesn't really play well. And there's so I don't like games with emphasis on ranks, which is a problem when you like Mega Man. Well, after a certain point, it's uh, Mega Man Zero. Yep, and ZX. <laughs> Don't worry, there are no ranks in Legends. Uh, you mean that game that will never get resolved? Yeah, he'll be on the moon forever. <laughs> forever. Uh, forever. Sure, 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 sure he'll have company forever. with uh, with 
Uh, although, actually, it's the far future, so presumably this would be after the uh, uh, Silver... The No, it's, it's the Silver Millennium is the one after, right? Yes. Okay. So presumably the Silver Millennium has already horribly died and turned into not-quite-robot clones or whatever the humans are supposed to be in this series. Yeah, they're definitely part cyborg. Yeah, I get the sense that they kind of just made up a lot of the deep lore in these games as opposed to it actually being there. Sort of. Uh, Mega Man. Also, I can make Mega Man Legends more depressing for you. Uh, does it involve how, how it sort of indirectly led to Mighty Number no. 9? Oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, since he's not a human, how long do you think Mega Man can live on the moon without food or anything? Possibly forever? Well, at the very least, he won't have to, uh, he won't have to be on the 3DS. That's true. Mega Man Legends 3, coming to Switch? <laughs> it could happen. I mean, they're reviving X soon. Okay. All, oh, so now we're at the, uh, Commercial commercial bumpers. Uh, well, first of all, the uh, the lady. What what's the clown woman's lady? Can, can, what's Pinky. her name? Yiki. It's something super generic. I didn't even take a note. She's she's winking at male, or sorry, Melu, for lip flaps reasons, and Torch Man, and <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, I think the animators are trapped trapped in glee mats. Huh. Uh, I'm not proud of that joke, but you're not cutting it. Nope. Nope. And uh, I'll show you the true me, which seems to be a uh, Atlas. Um, you know what? Let's just get get to the get get to the. Yeah, let's get to your favorite part. Okay, so, um, so Rockman is 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 Rockman. And roll is roll. And why is Rockman Rock? Why isn't he just rocked on ESE? Why is anyone a man? It's, it's the gender normative agenda of Capcom. And they're really not um, consistent with naming on Navi's because, yeah, even in the main cast, two of those dudes don't have a man appended to their name. They just have names. Actually, actually, uh, actually, the gender normative agenda of Capcom is depressingly close to the truth when it comes to being a man. Like, what I read about. Can a female make cool decisions in the design of Alia? Like, that's literally uh, a Hey, hey, good news. You're going to hear more about that later, too. <laughs> also, you really don't also, know where this series went. Also, I think Splash Woman, like, like, like they had to, the staff basically begs, can we, can we make a female robot master? Can we? Please? Like, the staff apparently... They did, and it's Splash Woman, and she's pretty good, even if she's just, like, a ripoff of Leviathan. But anyway, uh, anyway, Roll is surprisingly well animated before she things happen. And then, she, actually, I think they spent all the budget on these two episodes on Roll, and that they had nothing for anything else. I could believe it. Uh, so, okay, Death is insufferable. Stock, stock footage! Um... Synchronizing. Uh, oh, oh, right. I just heard gay. Yep. I actually, I literally just typed, have a half type note, and then I said, oh, I just heard gay again. <laughs> yeah, it's a frog thing. <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean, I mean, so, yes. Yeah, so the conceit of these episodes is roll, uh, 
someone disguised as Higsby gives Mail a dodgy chip. And uh, she uses his dodgy chip in battle for some reason. Uh, I mean, I guess, guess it's like, oh, it's Higsby's chip. And so, of course, he's on the level. It's not like it's not like he never gives his chips away or anything. Um, yeah. So it's just, oh, it's this super angel chip. And when the when they, uh, how about you describe what happens, Fletcher? Okay, the white angel chip is plugged into the terminal. Roll proceeds to fall to the ground in a burst of electricity and rises with a whip, evil common rider mind control makeup and claws on her hand. And, and this is when she walks over to the enemy team and starts attacking Mega Man. With a whip. Yep. She, she has Lucifer's heel click and everything. Um, oh, oh yeah, she also does grow heels. Yes. That, that is a thing they animate. Uh, Guys, we cannot stress this enough. The animators are horny for roll. It's on main. It's in your face. It is. She's literally lifting a defeated Mega Man up by the chin with her whip at one point. The, audi the audience is very threatened by this display of sexuality, but the uh, the announcer, I mean, the frog girl announcer is really into it. She's like, wow, Roll Saba is, has this cool devil look to her. Yeah, yeah, she's like, hmm. All right, this is exciting. Something has happened. My job is easier. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I'm thinking. I was thinking more that she's horny for it, but it. I mean, like her job must get really boring when it's not related to terrorism. That's not even the horniest in this episode, because at one point, Dex is just like, "You can step on me, Roll Sama," and his friends are all looking at him like, "Uh, did you mean to say that?" And he just kind of like shakes his head, and everyone is really awkward. <laughs> yeah, Dex is, Dex is into this. Uh, Guts is into yeah. this. Um, anyway, Ugh. there seems to be... There, there is always a subtext to this kind of thing. I mean, uh, Roll says, whatever I do, it's my choice. So she's trying to escape the ignoble fate of being a female love interest and supporting character in a children's anime with a single main male person who does everything. So you do realize that that is a giant lie, right? Uh, it's only a slight... I Yes, I'm aware that the friends did something in this episode. Oh, no, no. I mean the fact that she's just saying that because Count Zap is puppeting her via radio waves. That's the weird thing. I'm not sure that's true. And I mean, like, obviously I have a vested interest in that not being true. But what the entire situation is not actually resolved... I guess we're skipping ahead a bit. Well, how much do you want to say about uh, Roll emasculates Mega Man for 20 minutes out of 40 minutes? I mean, I have a lot of notes about it. Okay, go for it. <laughs> you have the lead on this first half. So uh, we'll get we'll get to that. I'm sort of suspicious about it. Um, uh, hmm. Actually, I think I'm suspicious about it because the episode isn't scripted very well. Oh, no, it's terribly i literally had to go to a japanese wiki to find out what was happening yeah um uh i they had two episodes and they the ending is somehow so rushed it's unbelievable it's like five minutes five five minutes to solve the entire two episode battle yeah okay so uh she's she's even got a bubble throne that she summons and sits on and she's got a bunch of virus pets 
Oh god, yeah, that's right. She does have the horny on main and in the dub of souls. She was called Empress Roll, which is a lot cooler than Roll Sama. I mean, technically it's just Royal Roll. <laughs> it's cool. All right, all right. You're the lesbian. This is your area of expertise. Uh Anyway, you ever notice that these scenes are always suspiciously well-acted and animated? Well, yes. I watch Totally Spies. I, 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 I get the feeling, like, besides them being horny on main, it's just, like, something so different that the animators and voice actors are just... You, you know that actors are always really into playing villains, right? Yeah, most of them. It's, it's just... So I guess, I think, I think it's mostly because it's a change of pace. Anyway, there's... Anyway, interspersed with... Um, pretty constant uh, um, stuff of role emasculating uh, Mega Man and the audience and the the humans being like, oh no! And Mega Man's like, I can't shoot roll. And every ten minutes or so, Dex screams, "Step on my balls!" <laughs> from the audience. <laughs> I choose to believe that's true. Uh, that's not far off. It's not. It's not too far off. It's just that. I mean, let's face it. There's not a lot of. There is a lot of well-animated padding, but it's a, it is just a lot of padding. This could be a one-episode thing. Peg me, guts. So it's somehow stretched out and rushed. Yeah. How, who directed this? Who wrote? <laughs> I can actually find credits. Keep going. Um. Uh. So I. So while it's there's certainly a subtext that I enjoy. I guess the thing is, it's supposed to be controlled by Count Zap. Like there's some kind of electromagnetic wave and i should point out count zap is just playing guitar in a public space while yelling about what he's doing yes and, and all he's doing is playing guitar he's not actually directly commanding role for whatever reason even though he probably should be so his his electric guitar is actually what is sending the commands except so he he sends commands through magic that's not really made clear in the episode. I think maybe someone on the wiki is making something up. No, that's actually what that is supposed to be. That's not my headcanon. That's fine, I'm just saying. <laughs> Look, I'm an expert on this kind of thing. You are definitely the femdom queen here. <sighs> Look, I know how this is going to end. So a haunter is going to lick Roll's face, and then she's suddenly fine. And he's happy. <laughs> All right. Well played. <laughs> wow. Holy crap. I cannot find director credits for this. Uh, anyway, male, uh, male makes it. Let's blah, blah. Rock man. I'm tired of being your sidekiss kick slash love interest slash supporting character. Also, she has anime fans, which I don't like. Let's see. She uses a thorned whip, which is how you can tell that this is neither not safe or sane. And I guess it's already not consensual. Let's see. Uh, something strange has happened. There are now two colored bands. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know why Colored Man can clone itself. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, blah, Send blah, blah. Clowns, this is pretty hot. Blah, blah, blah. That was literally the dildo bat from St. Lowe. Blah, blah, blah. Credits roll. Um, someone fucked this up. Someone fucked up oh. the credits roll. I did not pay attention to the credits. Hit me. Okay. Someone fucked up the encode with this karaoke subtitle, so the blue is offset from the uh, white. Oh. Oh, that's no good. Yes. It, it's, uh, 
That does speak to the incredibly clown shoes nature of these subs, though. <laughs> Why did Roll Chad become like this? Well, let, I'll make a man. Let me tell you about the patriarchy and never getting to be a playable character. Being built as uh, a queen. She actually gets a lot of push in the anime. Uh, I was not aware of that, which is because in the game, she does, doesn't really do anything. Oh, yeah, she's um, she's definitely a B-tier character, but she's, like, constantly in combat and holding her own. I mean, B-tier B, I mean, B is a lot better. Like, I make jokes, but this is, seems to be doing a better ensemble cast than some shows, although not as good as Digi... <laughs> uh, what's a good joke for this? Yeah. Did Mega Man just come... I mean, this, that's that's that that's li that's literally in my notes. So that's the joke I'm going with. This owns. Okay. It's the devil chip's fault. I spunked. No, I can't attack Roll. She's too sexy. I have to. I have to put in that onion article from the notes. Man who buys porno ironically comes completely sincerely. <laughs> I mean that's basically basically what we both do, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, uh, also, Shout is here. Yeah, uh, he's part of the tournament, so of course he's here. But he can't interfere. Demon Chip. It's like that movie I saw once. Uh, actually, actually, no, we'll get to that later. Let's see. Blob. Do you think Chowd watches MST3K? I bet he would watch MST3K. I watch MST3K. He's supposed to sit. Are you trying? Are you trying to, trying to make this a thing? No, I was just really amused by the thought of like, Chowd and Blue sitting at home watching uh, Joe Don Baker and Mitchell. <laughs> I, I mean, they probably suddenly that makes Chowd a lot more like likable. My 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 my. Mitchell. <laughs> okay, let's see. Colored man. No, wait, I already made that joke. It's so bad. Um, these subs are incredibly bad. But there is a phrase from these subs that I will steal. Even her character became like a queen of devils. Hmm. Let's see. Roll, blah, blah, blah. Very defined butt. Now she has a tail because she grew a Lekman parts. For some reason. They don't really explain that at all. Yeah, she's now got leads and electrical gear on her. And a tail. And a tail. They're pushing this Look, devil can be a furry, don't really, shame. really hard, because it's like they know I'm watching specifically. <clears throat> and yet your girlfriend pointed these episodes out to you. Hmm. Well, I mean, well, I mean like, like I said, I wasn't really watching these when, when they were new. But she I'm just was. Saying. And she really liked these, and that's why we we pointed this out. Uh, yeah. When it, when I remove all the horny jokes I wrote, there's a lot of padding. There really is because the fight goes nowhere. The only okay, here's something interesting. Rose's lightning pose appears to be the pose Great Massacre makes when it's doing its thunder break. Hey, that's a thing I didn't know. Which which uh, you'll have to take my word for. And if I'm wrong, you'll never know. Yeah, that's true. 
anyway, Mariko fainted because because of horny. Um, and as usual, Yai is the only person who's who has a brain. <sighs> Elegant and exciting. Become bewitched more, rock man. Uh, I don't really know what that means because as far as I know, that's not really a thing. Uh, so maybe just shit fan subs. Let's see, blah, blah, clown lady, blah, blah. Why did Roll become a devil and betray, betray Rockman? Well, I mean, there's this movie. <laughs> the Devil and Miss Roll? Uh, oh my... You know, you know, you know, if anyone knows what that actually refers to, they're either going to be really into it or really embarrassed that they know that. That was, like, a world-famous movie. Oh, I was thinking of fanfic. Oh, Rape. no, I was referring to The Devil and Miss Jones, the famous 70s art house porno. Oh. Well, now I'm the one who has to be embarrassed. Thanks a lot. Well, you can also just have me cut this. I mean, I could, but I think it's funnier this way. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's like, like I'm, just try I'm just trying to, like, go on, like, oh... Haha, fanfic, and then, then he's go. Oh, no, it's an actual cultural reference, and I only know nerd stuff. Oh, did I tell you? Yeah, I didn't tell you because you were asleep at that point. Uh, apparently, there's an entire episode about Cerno, the Ice Fairy, except it's Iceman's the Strongest, is literally the name of the episode. Destroy Nine Ball. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean that is, I, you are aware of the Nine joke for Cerno. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I was just amused that they would like lean all in on that for a gag episode in the final season. I, 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 I well, I mean, what else are you gonna do with Iceman? Uh, you'll see. <sighs> Seriously, I cannot stress enough how wild the stuff I watched was. Anyway, like I said, there's this movie, and that there was the incubators, and uh, anyway, let's see. Roll is really into this, and like what, like. How this is resolved is, like, they have this scene where, okay, Mail is going to reach Roll's heart with her feelings. And everyone's like, wow, you really reached her with your feelings. And then it's like, nope, nope, nope. Didn't work. Did not work in the slightest. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty good. That was really ballsy. I like that. Um, in fact, here's how the plot is resolved, because, um, let's see. Let's blah, 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 Higsby, blah, blah. Um, actually, Garrett is Higsby, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Not sure. Uh, which is why I love that he just walks back into the episode from the toilet stall he's been <laughs> tied up in and fixes everything in two seconds. Yes. Um, let's see. Cloud Lady doesn't like anime friendship any more than I do. Um, although it's not as bad as it is in Yu-Gi-Oh! Because here's... Yu-Gi-Oh! is basically, mm -hmm. there's one person who does everything, one person who sometimes does stuff, but inevitably has to lose, and the other person can do everything, two people who don't do anything, well, two or more, um, a whole bunch of side characters who inevitably lose all the time, and then there's Seto Kaiba. Hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh! is not very good at this whole friendship or ensemble cast thing, because... There's also that guy who looks like anime Broly. Uh... I just know he has the Millennium Rod. Uh, that That's a villain. That doesn't count. Yeah, he just looks like Broly. Not really. I mean, he looks like Broly if Broly lost all his muscle mass and then shrunk more after that. That happened. It was a movie called Bio Broly. 
<laughs> yeah, have you ever wondered what would happen if Broly were a gray goo? That's what happens. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, let's see. Blah, blah, translator note. Keikaku means bland. Yeah, this is where the translator note was. Yeah, I have screenshots of it, but I'm not using them because I found something so much better. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. D blah, blah. Terrorist. Blah, blah. Uh, now we're just not even focusing on role. And it's like, blah, blah, glide. Blah, blah, blah. Joke about Whitney's mil, mil tank that you won't get. Uh, because the joke is that, that the clan lady looks like Whitney from the Pokemon games and her Miltank nose roll out and it's really infamous and I swear it's funny. I swear. Okay, I'm it's... gonna take your word because <laughs> I can't. Someone has a tank that rolls out. Is that an Optimus Prime thing? Uh, no, 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 Zap. Okay. No. Um, okay. Have we gotten to the point where Zap is running away yet? Uh, let's see. Roll, let's see, just shoot roll, roll, assume roll isn't happy, you're outside the confines of being love interest. There, I th I think this subtext that I'm reading in says a lot more about me than the episode, and also the kind of anime I used to watch, and how frustrated I was by it. Maybe. Uh. I ain't judging. <laughs> Somewhere Cat is cheering you on. Yay. Okay, let's see. Anyway, by the way, are there not rules against any of this happening? Like, wouldn't this match be called off? It's like, oh, there's a virus inside Roll and she's suddenly attacking. Like, wouldn't they call I don't know if there are any I feel like if World 3 just decided to have a sniper murder these kids, <laughs> the only reason they would stop is because murder is a crime. <laughs> Cyber terrorism doesn't seem to be prosecutable by law unless it has a body count. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that explains why a 10-year-old has to fix everything. Because Multiple 10-year-olds. Chod. Yeah, but he's a cop, so he's only allowed to do cop things. He's kindergarten cop. <laughs> burn, Wall Street, burn! <laughs> that... Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> and also... also... Are there any esports teams made out of internet terrorists? Uh, in real life, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, let's you see. Blah, blah, blah. The animation is lazy. Hoku not a Shinken. Uh, anyway. Um, here's how the plot is resolved. Higsby comes up, says, Oh, it's the devil chip. You just need to put it in another battle chip. Yeah, he just swipes a thing right in and the chip falls out. It's great. Nobody tried this. Also, the kids go find Count Zap, but that has nothing to do with it. Like, like since since the control is just, oh, you know, like, since putting in the new battle chip just lets the devil chip out, it's just like, you know, like, Count Zap defeating him has nothing to do with anything. Okay, but I wanted to focus on this because I had to rewind and check this, and I actually captured the audio. Goddammit, it, most and what you just heard is Count Zap screaming, God damn it, as he <laughs> escapes in a balloon. <laughs> uh... I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that at all. Well, that's that's the thing. If you say foreign swears, then no one knows how bad they are. Unless... It's like the time I was called a pudo on a, on a fighting game online. Oh, okay. 
that, that I'm swear fluent in five languages, like Homer Simpson. If you know, if you know what that means, you know why I was not happy about that. Oh, I know what it means. I swear I... fluent in five languages. <laughs> I'm talking to the audience, not you. Why would I talk to you other than I'm hosting a podcast with you and you're my friend? That's a pretty good reason, yeah. Yeah, that is a pretty good reason. <laughs> uh, the translators are bad again. Shout is an asshole who gets a yes. net... He, he gets his partner's net navy killed. Like, okay, he, this like, is great because this tournament is a tag team... Well, not even a tag team, a team battle tournament. So Mega Man has to go into the final round solo because Roll is out of commission and cannot fight. Chowd is stuck with some rando from the audience who's like, wow, I get to battle with the blues. And <laughs> Proto Man just puts in a dream sword combo and murders all three navvies on the field. Oops, collateral damage, he says to the other player. I point out that navvies don't have backups in this universe. That is something uh, I know. They kind of do. Uh, so he just murdered someone. He's I a cop. Actually, I can tell you how much pad padding this has. How I much? didn't realize I was reading only the first half of the episode notes. Wow. Until I just read this. So uh, there's a bunch of jokes you get to miss. Unless you want me to rattle through them very quickly or blah, blah, blah. Actually, no, maybe I should. One of the jokes is Dark Hado. Okay, that's pretty good. As in the special e electromagnetic wave. Yeah, but no yes. one's going to get that. Even I shouldn't be able to get that. I only know that because of YouTube clips. <laughs> Look, if Daigo can do it, so can Roll. I don't like fighting games. Okay. Okay, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Frog Lady. Blah, 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 blah. Christmas cake. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm just going to show you the notes after this. I wrote a lot. For not a I'll lot add the of notes plot. to the. Uh, I'll add the notes for people to read them if you want. Garrett does that with his notes all the time. I might have to. I might have to take a bit out, but sure. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, oh, if you oh, want to. Oh, here's another one. He made his escape by Fulton recovery. Ooh, that yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, accurate. that's pretty good. Uh, let's see. Blah blah blah. Higsby and Numberman are actually really good friends, and it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Higsby and Numberman are totally awesome dudes. Yes, they are. They're 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 good characters. I mean, like yep. like him and him and Yai. Those those are the real MVPs here. They they just get everything done. Uh, wait till we cover my half of the show. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. You are more kind hearted and stronger than anyone else. And like I said, that didn't work. Um, let's see. Devil devil chip devil hairpiece bootleg battle chips. Um. Yeah, it just cracks and turns, like, cracks. Actually, here's a question. Why mm -hmm. does the devil chip exist if it's so, like, so easy to combat? It implies that there's a market for it. Um, so that's actually a mechanics thing later in the series. Yeah, but that hadn't been established at this point in the series, the whole dark chip thing. I know, and I think this might have inspired that to some degree. Yeah, but as as seen in the show, it implies that there's, there's a market for chips that turn your uh, navi into a dominatrix. I mean, she is unimaginably powerful in that form. She's just berserk. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, 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 is this the is this what they use for porn in the like, like king porn in the uh, Battle Network universe? They just use one of these chips. No, you don't want to know what they do for that. 
I mean, I mean, is that a joke or? Okay, so had I not watched the later episodes, I would say VR would be a thing with navvies because, you know, you can do whatever. But then I got to the part where you can have a navvy take on human form for three hours at a time. Um, like not with like, like I know there there is like navvy robots in the late. Yeah, games. with that. Uh, you know what? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Okay. 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 Uh, let's see. Also, let's see. Fly away to the edge of the universe. Well, that was a pretty good line. Um, <laughs> oh my god. It's just this episode has so many more padding. Also, also, Roll is conveniently not in the tournament anymore. For, yep. for no reason. Well, actually, there is a reason. It's just, like, it's very blatantly so land. Exhaustion. Uh, what did you say? Exhaustion. Yes, it's very blatantly so Lan has. If La- you were a wrestling fan, I would say it's her personal demons. Uh, a what fan? Wrestling fan. Oh, I'm not a wrestling fan. I'm I, not not. I mean, I I, ne- I was never into wrestling when I was younger, and it's just. I mean, Saying it's- someone is dealing with their personal demons means we've sent them to rehab because they were way too shit faced to perform. <laughs> okay. Uh. Yeah, th- this is blatantly just a setup, so anyway, uh, Roll turns back to normal. I haven't been this disappointed since that haunter. And I didn't even bring up Black Arachnia, but that's fine. That's fine. I I can't force everything. Into- oh, right. C- uh, QC fits the karaoke and shout out his asshole. Now. Now, now go. Okay, so you did season one, which was a loose adaptation of the first game. Very loose. Oh, it gets looser. I went into the fifth season, which was called Beast, and based real loosely on the final Battle Network game. So I did two episodes, one at the start of the season and one at the end to show just how far off the rails it got. The first was called Rampaging Display. Yai has returned from overseas. She has completed elementary school abroad. Reminder, these kids are 12 and start swinging around her massive money dick by, like, buying everyone in the Actually, school. Actually, I think Yai is, like, sits. That's not better. <laughs> um, I already talked about her horrible, unnatural design and the fact that her forehead gleams in the light regularly by this season. And so she bursts back into the classroom, leading the teacher, and just goes, Hey, did you all remember my dad is Tim Apple? I did. Come with me after school and I'll show you some cool shit. So she takes them to the basement of, this is actually the name of the company, Gabgom. uh, And shows them that there is a wicked cool hard light projection device they've been working on. I'm sure that can't be used for digital terrorism. So, there's actually no evil navvies in this episode. Oh, well, that's, uh, something. Yai turns the device on and makes a giraffe. And Dex and Lan go, yeah, that's a that's a giraffe. Zoos still exist. This isn't a Vanglian world. Is and she's like, well, fuck you. Let me show you something. And Glide begins telling her, uh, don't do that. This thing consumes so much power. So, she makes a blue whale, and we see a citywide blackout occur, 
And Yai has actually killed people now, because among the things that we flash past, automatic cars are all piling up with no signals to tell them when to stop. Like, there's there's a real pileup scene. Wasn't this the plot of the first Persona game? Uh, This was also the end of Watch Dogs. Oh. And, like, Yai has legitimately just got people killed. We're not even touching on, like, hospitals and things that shut down. But... Now there's a whale and a squid, because she's still showing off, and it begins bringing down the building around them with rubble. They're in the basement of this building, and at this point in my notes I wrote, uh, everyone is going to die if this keeps up, but later on the whole building explodes, so she's she's got more of a body count of her own company. <laughs> and this device also literally fractures reality. We see this. We cut to Science Cop HQ, where Lan's dad, Chaud, and Professor Fucko, who I later looked up, his English name was Mr. Famous. So, asshole, asshole, and asshole? Lan's dad is kind of nice. I guess, but you, you, you're you the one who said, like, oh, he's from this thing. I mean, he did just I mean, sort of turn his kid into a science project. To be fair, that is not the stupidest thing the Hikari family has done. That's true. Uh, they're all talking about the season's plot, where attackers from a place called Beyondered are breaking into reality and have stolen the tech to create infinite robots. This is really how far the story has gone at this point, by the way. Th that's not in the game. Well, no, I mean, I, I think I would remember. Also, the blackout begins spreading across the entire continent. We zoom out to see this. I am not making this up. Wait, continent? Is it continent? We cut to space and see the blackness spreading no, no, I mean, across. I thought I, I thought thought that they were in Japan or internet equivalent of Japan. Yeah, I would have thought that, but no. Apparently, this is the U.S. Uh, Netopia is, I guess, digital America. I, I thought uh, maybe that I, they must have changed that from the games because I swear it was the other way around. No, they don't because they actually have to take a plane to Japan in the second one. Oh, oh. Okay. You don't remember that interminable plane? In Japan, I'm taking a plane to the U.S., but maybe I'm... I don't know maybe why it's... I'm making a thing of this. It doesn't matter. They definitely show way more landmass than Japan, so maybe it's another game to anime change. Okay. At this point, back in the Gabgom basement, the Navis jack in to shut down the experiment, and they discover the place has, quote, a game-like security system. Yes, there are vanishing blocks. <laughs> Yup. Welcome to the bane of Mega Man everywhere. Uh, at this point, the hole in reality is starting to manifest in a few ways. In the cyber world, feral mets that have claws and teeth are bursting from the ground. And in reality, the giraffe has turned into a Cronenberg while a black hole forms above the city. This really is happening. Again, so how do you fuck, fuck, fuck things up this bad? Again, this is her own company. <laughs> Yai has a body count in the hundreds now. Uh, the creature starts screaming from its whale mouth because it now has tentacles going through its brain and five heads. I took screenshots of this. It's pretty wild. And at this point, Blues bursts in and Chaud is in the lobby of the place, saving everyone's ass because the science cops go, Holy shit, do you know what you just did to time and space, jackass? And sent in their best guy. Who's 10. Yep. 
Uh, so all the other navvies hold off the digital hold in reality as Blues and the brother head to shut down the machine at the central mainframe. And at this point, the building literally collapses as the Cronenberg grows so large that it destroys the top of the building. No, they don't explain how this doesn't crush our entire cast or shut down the device it just destroyed. So there's a thing I haven't mentioned as part of the series arc, which is there's a tiny navvy named Trill. It's basically Sailor Chibi Chibi. Oh, uh... Trill cries, and this causes the entire Cronenberg to swell up with energy and burst in reality. Uh, like, over people who are watching. Uh, and this this fixes the device, and so Chod leaves and goes, and I'm only altering this dialogue slightly. Jesus, forehead, you're back a day and you've already destroyed your company and nearly killed us all. <laughs> asshole. He really does call her forehead, by the way. Oh, yeah, that, that does sound like, uh... So, so, are you saying Yai is Usagi? Uh, Usagi never murdered anyone. Are you sure? Well, other than all the times that she murdered someone. <laughs> <laughs> Yai has more collateral... This would be like if Usagi murdered her family and the Juban district to save the world. I mean, that does sound like something Yai she would has do. just destroyed all of her own family's holdings. Like, imagine if Shigeru Miyamoto turned on Nintendo Labo and it just started destroying the building. I'm sure people would still buy it. Uh, they haven't yet. Oh. So, now I want to cut ahead to episode 20 of this season, which is near the end. It's called Dimensional Area Laboratory. By this point in the season, the fucked-up parallel Earth of Beyondert has swallowed all of the good characters, and in this episode, they reunite because Chaud and Mail have been running around on their own in this hellscape. Uh, in the real world, Land's dad and Mr. Famous occasionally spout exposition as all the school kids who suck are still in the real world. So Dex, Yai, the dudes who I forget that have names... And they go, hey, where did the people who disintegrated into data in front of us go? And that's that's their whole arc. The good cast are also traveling with a mysterious girl named Iris. Yeah, that 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 happened in the games. So, uh, how much do you know about Mega Man X4? Uh, what am I fighting for? Guess what? When Iris takes a bullet for Lan, he does that over her corpse. That's real. The animators, oh god, the animators are so morbid. Uh, but then Iris turns into a copy robot, because apparently she's been a robot avatar of an unknown Navi this whole time, and nobody knew. Yeah, that's that, that was in the games. So, the cast make their way to the Dimensional Area Laboratory, where a digital ghost of Lan's grandfather, the original Dr. Light, uh, is waiting where his brain has been put into a server. Though I thought you could have a peaceful life, I prepared these weapon capsules just in Yes, th it literally is! Oh, I was just making a joke, and not a very good no. joke, because I didn't have the dialogue to hand. It literally is. It literally is. His brain is in a thing to give an upgrade to land. <laughs> so, is, so, is, so is everyone secretly Reploids, or...? We're gonna get there, because... 
we see a recording at this ruined facility of the day that this parallel Earth turned on the digital uh, dimensional area laboratory experiment, and they fractured reality. And it killed Dr. Light, it killed Dr. Wily. And so, in this world, Wily Human Instrumentality projected himself into beast code that's been infecting every bit of tech, and feeding it every time you take out a virus or whatever, it feeds into one of the two dueling cyber beasts, Falzer and Gregar. Note, these two beasts are the only connection to the actual Battle.net 6 game. None of this parallel universe madness or the Cronenberg shit happened. Yeah, I think I would have I think I think I would know if they had. So Dr. Light uh begins fading because, you know, there's only so much power after God knows what the hell ruined world. Like they've been wandering through desert and uh someone tells Chaud and Mail, "Hey, um you actually wouldn't have a river to go down to find your friends except they just killed the fucking warlord who dammed up all the water in our world." <laughs> That's real. I, I feel like I have to keep stressing, this is real. This is, like, how wild this has escalated to. And Iris is a navvy in the computers here. The brain of Dr. Light tells Lan, you need to go to Wily Castle to stop this. Hope you like sick guitar solos. And that's the point where the dying operator of the Navi Colonel shows up outside because an entire army of a cyber beast is about to besiege the lab they're all in. That's right. The entire plot of Season 5 of the Battle Network anime is Mega Man X4. I mean, it could be worse. It could be Mega Man X6. Uh, so let me get there, because I'm <laughs> going to give you one bonus bit. There was a whole extra season after this, and I had to look up what it was, because nobody fan-subbed it. And I went, what did they do if this is how they were adapting the games loosely after they run out of games to adapt? That's a good question. By the end of the final season, Beast Plus... The Zero Virus has infected all tech back in Land's world. Phantom data of Navi's begins appearing in both the real and digital world, causing everyone to doubt their senses at all times. And, oh, just like how Season 5 was more Mega Man X4 than Battle Network 6, Beast Plus is adapting Mega Man X5 and the first Zero game because there's an evil clone Zero... There's the Zero Virus and Phantom Navies going around. And then the series ends with straight up End of Evangelion. Literally everyone is turned into data by an app named Cash, who straight up remakes the world around Lan, who has to fuse with his mother. Uh, sorry, I, I smudged the notes here. His brother, his brother, and remake the world in his own image from the core of an all-digital humanity. Literally, the series ends with the Digital Instrumentality Project. Was anyone watching at this point? I want to be 100% real here. I went into this April Fool's episode thinking, oh, I'll make up a fake episode somewhere and just slip it in, 
And then I found out this series was one million times more batshit than anything I would create on the yeah. fly. Yeah, I this like, this. I like this better. I like this better. I did not have to create anything fake when the series ends with Lan Hikari wearing his brother like a skin suit to fight against the heart of a digitally subsumed humanity for the fate of creation. Battle Network. Yay. What the ever-loving fuck. Is this why they don't make Mega Man games anymore? Eleven just came out. It was good. I, I mean, I haven't played it yet. That would require money and also time and uh, and. Didn't not... you just boot up Battle or Mighty Number no. Nine for the first time recently? Not that recent, like months ago. Like I, I was doing a stream of it. You remember? I well, I forget time. Uh, yeah, that that uh, that game. Yeah. Anyway, that's Mega Man Battle Network, the anime. Do you have any thoughts? I don't know why I wrote so many notes for for for, for this. I <laughs> yeah, you expected there was going to be more back and forth, but I kind of let you take the lead on the horny. Uh, it's your brand of horny. Well, the problem is that there's not really too much to talk about. It's just a not very not very well scripted. No, no, it's it. There was definitely more padding early on because. Thanks, wow. animators. Thanks. Hey, they lovingly rendered all of Roll's movements. And and then and then nothing else. They they just they just phoned everything else in. What you didn't like the image where Yai turned into surprised Pikachu. Uh, did she, is she now voiced by Ryan Reynolds? I hope you all know that my father owns Gabgom. <laughs> uh, and anyway, now that we're done, let me spend the next hour talking about Black Arachnia. Good night, folks. Wait, good night. You got the touch! You got the power! Predictable.